0: All right, we're coming on. The video is starting. Hello, everybody. Hey, Pastor Pat Rankin, my co-host, birthday guy, all around. Uh, I was going to call you festive. But that's not a real good term for birthday, is it? Festive. Are you still in birthday mode?
1: Yes, I uh, You know what? I'm in birthday mode. All, all the
0: time. Well, if it's being happy, yeah, I try to be, yeah. Amen. So, welcome to the Overcomer Hour. Mike's going to start us off with a prayer, and we're going to get with it. We've got a lot of ground to cover up today, to cover today.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, dear Heavenly Father, we'd just like to thank you today, and thank you for everything you continue to do in our lives. We're just so happy, and you're just so forgiven, and your unfailing love just mm-hmm. brings it to us, and... Uh, let us know that there's no one like you or could be like you because you're the creator and uh, we just ask you bless this show and ask that everyone out there uh, get to work or school safely and uh, hey, let's get going and enjoy the gospel. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Mm-hmm. All
0: right. Amen. All right, let's go through uh, your prayer list and uh, we've got our phone stand right here, brother. Oh. Um, and, uh, then we'll say hello to everyone. Well, let's say, do some hellos right now. Sean Seen Swoboda is on, uh, Dot Morris is on, Jeff Ridley is on. was <clears throat> just talking about the Ridley family. Got to see them at Bible study. Great Bible study. Karen Lining's on. Good morning to Karen yeah, yeah. and Dr. D and family. Um, so it's about getting back to church, about, um actually talked about harvest time a little bit last night uh, and talking about changed life so I'm gonna I'm gonna go through that again uh, so give us a little snippet of how your life has been changed uh, through the Lord uh, or coming back to church and um, no matter how many birthdays you have God can bring something fresh and new to you yes, every he does. month he absolutely does that. so praise God. I want to say hello to Pam Baumgartner and Terry Burek. So let's go through the prayer. I'm at the prayer wall. So put your prayer either on this show or you can put it on the prayer wall. Um, And this is a handy, I don't want to say gadget, I want to say it's a handy tool. Um, Now saying all that, Mm. um, I wish I was a little more tech savvy than I am. Mm -hmm. Because I'm doing some things online for uh some some uh things in my world and uh i was doing that last night and i had to call my wife in two or three times <laughs> and she's like i'm going to bed so um i'm not as tech savvy as i might lead on donna wood's on scott Metcalf's on julie ham's on Oh, Terry Burek's on, Gary Harden's on, and I said hello to Pam Baumgartner, Karen Lonning, Jeff Ridley, Chaunceen Swoboda, Dot Morris, Uh, Tiffany Short's on, Kelly Stanford's on, Roxanne Angolotti's on, got a lot of people on, shared the show, just baptized, uh, Kelly's nephew, um, Jeremiah. Is that right? Well, praise God for that. Yeah, out at our Winfield location and we will be posting our fall festival dates today uh if you watch the uh facebook post i did yesterday uh we will be posting them there's going to be one at winfield and there's going to be one here at westport that'd be fun yeah so i guess i'm guessing that the westport one will be monday and the winfield one would be that friday before that so uh, it's going to be fun. Wow. So Molly Trot, I uh, want to say hello to you. I imagine she's in Florida. Brad Cottrell, want to say hi to him as well. All right, going into prayer requests. Prayer wall, we need to pray for Phil Chavez' mom uh, for salvation. Um, and she looks like she's going through some health issues and some financial issues. Uh, we're praying for that um we're praying for the moody and the wisely family uh still trying to navigate through life um without a piece of the puzzle hashtag hunter strong um let's see the wokes family's laid a young man to rest and our heart goes out with you this morning man um uh, and uh so we're with you there dorian uh is in need of a job uh he's not sure what job to apply anymore so we pray, Lord, you give him the wisdom to get there. Uh, that job, I'm sure, uh, Dorian. There's going to be a lot of great uh, places to for you to be. Pam Baumgartner wants prayers for her brother Rick, and uh, his body adjusting to a pacemaker. And uh, <coughs> I'll assure you, Pam, the, those pacemakers are really, really good things. Now they got them down. They're they're a wonderful asset to to mankind. Uh, William wants to pray for his wife Linda um, and with their cancer she has Nick Goway uh, wants to pray for Ashlyn and and they need guidance as they get closer and closer to their wedding date and prayers for Connie Goway uh, for her health and uh, continue for physical and mental spiritual strength. Tommy Bishop uh, who is Janie's Uh, Wilman, Janie Wilman's mom praying for her, she has uh, uh, some healing that she's in need of Um, and Mary needs salvation uh, for the hearts of John and uh, John and Chris uh, that the Lord would soften their heart Uh, praying for restoration in this person's family Um, and all they got going on, Uh, Danny Cahill Praying for him. He's a homeless guy who's out in New York. Um, and let's see, Brad Cottrell with the loss is lifting up Becca with uh, uh, Becca's brother. Uh, and uh, Daddy-O for knee recovery. Yes, yeah, so Brad or, uh, Daddy-O, prayers for you too, brother. Um, rough days, batching it together. Batching it, uh, Anthony and uh, Gary. Gary praying for them um and let's see let me go to my prayer list guys mike did you have any that you need to add i just like to lift up everyone
1: out there because we're all going through something whether it's big or small it's big Mm dots
0: are in the are the individuals so uh yeah
1: we all Uh, go ahead
0: uh prayers for the gainers johnny moore uh praying for greg cole uh, and I was praying for you yesterday, Mike, no, for your birthday, you. and, and our children, and our country, and our church. Uh, so if you'd lift all of them up uh, in prayer for Roxanne Galati and her children in home situation and transportation.
1: Dear Heavenly Father, as you hear these prayer requests, you, Lord. we know you're standing there with open arms saying, give them to me. Mm-hmm. I can handle it. I'll take them all, and I'm going to look after you and love you, and... Keep you intact. As mm-hmm. long as you have the faith in Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. I'm there for you. That's mm-hmm. our Lord, our Father, our God. We like to thank you for everything, and we just love everything you do. And we want to thank you for all the praise reports and mm-hmm. how much better thank things you, are Lord. going. And uh, thank you. Lord. We just love you so much in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen and amen. Uh, and also lifting up Christy Flanagan, uh, who is on hospice due to cancer. Yeah. So. Our heart goes out to you, um, and uh, share the show with somebody. So we really want to expand that 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 prayer ripple, uh, so everybody can get on board with it. And yeah. uh, uh, saying hi to Julie Ham again. Thank you for being on the show, because um, it's about change. Last, getting back to church, and all of that. And we talked about that in my study last night. So uh, I want to say hi to Rita Cole. Uh, good morning to you, Rita. Nice to see you. Um, so getting back to church i got some some um testimonies mm-hmm. uh, i got a study out of matthew 13 and i'm thinking we might that we normally kind of go through some things before we get into our study but maybe we'll get into our study first and work backwards this time do you have anything you'd like to add to that before we'd start in uh, Matthew 13, Mike? I was just thinking about, you
1: know, harvest
0: and coming back to
1: church, yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know?
0: How about harvest time? So I'm driving down the highway. Uh, so if you're watching the show, we're in Missouri. And I don't know where you're at. If you're up north, uh, you probably have already, uh, <laughs> probably already cut the corn. We're just now cutting corn in Missouri. Uh, they call, call it shelling corn. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, I would imagine just about everybody nowadays is cutting corn. Uh, it's gotten pretty dry because there's yeah. not a whole lot of moisture, so it's a good time. Harvest is bringing in the, 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 the harvest, the seed. Uh, in shelling, it's getting rid of the, uh, the chaff or the tares, and we're going to talk mm-hmm. about that too. So getting rid of that in your life is stuff that you don't need or stuff that's right. a cheap imitation of the, of the, of the genuine product. So when you thrash grain or you thrash wheat, you're getting rid of the the chaff or the tares, and then the the seed falls to the ground. Nowadays we have combines that do that. It picks it up, blows out the chaff, and and gains the uh, gains the product. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I I think a lot of times I don't know about you guys. I think harvest is a good time. I was telling my Bible study, thank God we live in Missouri because it does get cold. And some of the stuff that we don't need anymore dies off. There's some insects that need to die off, ticks die off, and all that kind of stuff. Well, that's
1: so that's why people uh, think about that cold weather. That's what it, it does. You Need to I have really it. We you gotta it.
0: have it, guys. And 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 and, 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 and 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 trust me, embrace it. Because I got to thinking about it. Winter's really not that long, right? yeah. you know. Um, and and it serves a purpose. And you know, before you turn on your furnace, you need to. I think you need to open up your windows and, and get some fresh air in there. You know how I feel about being outdoors. I think it's uh-huh. where we're supposed to be. But anyways, um uh, had my windows open this morning and, and just uh, embracing the day. So oh, I
1: noticed how that sun was coming through oh the fall tree. Oh, oh, was, oh, my gosh. Love it. The autumn looking. Love lovely. it. I mean, I've lived where I lived 35 years and I saw a new.
0: <laughs> new, new sunshine. New view this morning for sure. And I think that sunshine is obviously, you can see it a lot better because there are a few trees, a few leaves that fall off the tree um, and then the different colors and then that sun really reflects off the different things in the fall. Uh, Maybe a little bit of dew on the leaves Mm -hmm. and it glistens and off the lawn and everything. Wow, it's great. It is a beautiful time Um, of year. And it hasn't been, there hasn't been a whole lot of dew. Uh, lately, you know, like the last couple of weeks. So it got, it's been really dry out there. So, um, tell us how you're spending your fall mornings. What do you do on your fall mornings? Do you, how could you encourage somebody? How could, what would you say to somebody this morning? Um, you know, do you tell them to get out and look at the trees, take a walk, look, listen to the birds or drink your coffee on your patio, read your Bible and stuff like that. Maybe talk to a friend on the phone outside. Yeah. You get to play with Big Boy in the back. Yeah, i tell you what, that's... That's it's very, uh, and also uh, invigorates you and the dog at the same time. And everybody gets a little uh, outdoor fun. Yeah, i tell you what, the dogs are good company. Yeah. Uh, I want to say hi to Mike Frost, Slingshot Van Griff. I want to say hi to my friend, Mr. Bill Jeffries. Julie Hamm says we are god seat. Yes, so if we are God's seed, we need to get out, uh, get ourselves planted, and uh, and all that kind of thing. Uh, good morning to you, Slingshot Van Griff. So, let's get into it. We'll just dive into it. We never do this, but we're going to do it today. Matthew 13. So, um, what I did last night is I read the story. And then it gives the explanation later in the chapter. So let me put my glasses on. You guys get with me. Get your coffee warmed up, and we will get into the study. And we're talking about uh, talking about harvest, but we're yes. actually talking about separating the wheat from the tares, uh, the wheat from the chaff, and the and the story comes from matthew 13 verses 24 and you know what i'm going to read this in nlt we did not do that last night but i'm going to do it today uh i think it reads uh bear with me guys because uh um, i'm just doing this just because i think it's a better i think it's easier to understand all right Here's another story. So in Matthew 13, 24, here's another story Jesus told. The kingdom of heaven is like a farmer who planted good seed in his field. But that night as the worker slept, his enemy came in and planted weeds among the wheat, then slipped away. When the crop began to grow and produce grain, the weeds also grew. The farmer's uh, farmers workers went to him and said, Sir, the field where you planted the good seed is full of weeds. Where did it come from? Verse 28 says, an enemy has done uh, done this, the farmer explained. Should we pull out the weeds? They asked, no, he replied. You'll uproot the weed if you do it, if you do. Let both grow together until the harvest. Then I will tell the harvesters to sort out the weeds and tie them into bundles and burn them and put the wheat in the barn. So this is the word of the Lord. So this is a great, great story. Tell me right now what you think about the story. What's he talking about? What's, what's the answer going to be? Uh, there's a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in God's world. There's these tears. These, there's these weeds. I want to let you know in your life, you're going to have weeds. Mm-hmm. You're going to have situations. You're going to have crisis. You're going to go through things you don't want to go through. All of that. You may have people around you that need to be out of your life. Yeah. Um, all of that stuff. Is that what he's talking about here? Uh, the explanation's going to come up, and I'm just giving you guys a little bit of time to respond. Mike, do you have any input before we get into it? Uh, just
1: that, uh, We all have these issues, you know, and where they're coming from, Mm -hmm. and just like he didn't want to pull those weeds up, but I'll tell you what, we don't want to harvest. We don't want to harvest our anger or resentment or anything that interrupts the joy of our life. Yeah. We just need to harvest the goodness and love of Jesus Christ.
0: All right. So, good. Mike's got me started. Now, I want to say hi to Laura Powers. I've seen her on the show. Gary said, get outside and enjoy God's beauty. Uh, Good morning to you, Miss Laura. Uh, bu- 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 bu. All right, let's park. So Mike said we're not going to uh, harvest resentment and anger and all that. So I said something last night, and I can't take credit for all of this because I got a lot of this information off, off of one guy's website that's a pastor. His name's Colin, and I don't know if it was Colin Smith, but it was Colin. So uh, I want to make sure you understand that uh, in my studies, uh, if I get a nugget from somebody... Uh, I believe it's something that that God wants me to share with you. So I said, uh, I told my class, I said, what we want to harvest in our crop is a positive attitude, uh, solutions, and discernment. Mm. And that all comes from the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Okay? So you're going to know something's from the Holy Spirit, if you can take it back to scripture. Amen class. Uh-huh. So we're going to harvest. A positive attitude. Solutions. And discernment. We'll leave the results. Up to God. And we'll let God be the judge. That's who's gonna
1: judge anyway.
0: Okay. Leave the judging. Uh, leave the judging to God. Uh Leave the results to God. You have a positive attitude. Look for solutions and do it under discernment. You best get rid of all that stuff. Right. Let God be the judge. Let God produce the results. Let God be the judge. Let God produce the results. Don't try to fix people. Don't try to be holier than thou. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Be the best version of you and bloom where God planted you.
1: Yes, you know what? God's got a plan, and you know what? We just follow it.
0: I gotta punch this in. I'm ready to pop. Alright. How do you spell bloom? B-L-O-B-L-O-O-M. Bloom where God plants you. So now we're gonna read this now. We're gonna read the solution here. Let's go to I'm so excited I don't even know where to start. Let's go to 1336. Here we go. 1336. 1336. He's giving the explanation. Uh, then leaving the crowds outside, Jesus, so they're in Galilee, Jesus went into the into the house and he said to his disciples, please explain to us the story of the weeds in the field. Jesus replied, the son of man is the farmer who plants the good seed. So he plants the good seed, and that's his church and his people, or and his word. Mm -hmm. Remember this. God plants his church in the middle of a field that has weeds in it. That's the problems of life. That's the imitators. That's the fakers. And there could even be that in the church sometime. That's not what he's talking about, though. This setting is not about the tares inside the church. Not necessarily. I'm not saying that you can't use it as as that. But that's not what this story is about. And I want you to stay on point with me. God plants the church in there. and And in the midst of where the church is planted there's tares, there's, there's weeds. Now listen to this. It says, The weeds are the people who belong to the evil one. The enemy who planted the weeds among the wheat is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world, and the harvesters are the angels. So, if the devil planted all this stuff, him and his minions are going to be punished at the end of time. The scripture says that they will be bound up and cast into the lake of fire. Right. Amen. Yes. Now, how did we get here to here? Let me let me read the rest of this. And how did we get there, where the where the the, the, the church is planted in this weed field? It says, "Just I'm in forty uh, verse forty. Just as the weeds are sorted out and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the world." The Son of Man will send his angels and they will remove from his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. And the angels will be thrown into the fiery furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Stop mm-hmm. there for just a second. So, weeping and gnashing of teeth. We know in the end of times that hell is thrown into the lake of fire. So that's the great white throne of judgment and then all those who uh, go into the new Jerusalem and the new heaven uh, will be, go before the judgment seat of Christ. Okay, so there's going to be two lines. Let's go back to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 and figure out how in the world did we get here. Lori um, Ridley's watching, so she knows these answers. She was at my Bible study. Uh, let's see. So Erica Frick says, Hello, I have Bible 318 is my time. Uh, so she must be on third shift. Uh, I, want to say, I want to say hi to Deanna Fletcher. Nice to see you on the show. Uh Mike Wood is watching. Good morning to you uh Mikey. All right. <clears throat> how did we get here? This is the key. I got to tell you this. And I want everybody to just sit in the saddle here for a second because this is very important reading. So, we're get we're going through the God says uh back in Genesis. So, when I want to figure out how to get through something in life, I always go to the front of the book because we have to go back to to figure out how God created us and what He right. wants us to do, we have to go. So, if you're trying to figure out all the problems and in, in our local government and Congress and in the hierarchies and the, at the federal level, and, and and how your life is supposed to go in your family and how all of this is supposed to go, you got to go to the front of the book because that's when creation starts. Mm-hmm. And if you're a creature. And animals are creatures. There has to be a creator. You know yeah. what his name is? God. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's go back and figure out what happened where we got a church planted in the midst of weeds. All righty. Then God. So now we're on about the eighth. God said. So if you go back to the front, uh, uh, chapter one. It's God said, "Let there be light." That's all these things. So here's here's God creating man. Then God said, let us make human beings in our own image to be like us. And they will reign over the fish in the sea, fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, the wild animals on earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. Mm -hmm. So God created human beings. How is it? In his own image. In the image of God, he created them. What does he say? He created them. Do you see this? Male and female. God only, God only created two versions of human beings. One's a male, and one's a female. The female came from the male. The male was formed out of the dust of the ground, and the woman was formed uh, from the rib of a man. Amen. There is no... Listen to me very carefully. There is no human beings until God created them. And God created them in his image. He didn't create 10 versions, 100 versions. He created two, a man and a woman. Now we got to figure out what a man and a woman's job is.
1: Mm.
0: Would you like to know that? I would. I like okay. to know that. All right. Let's see what this... I'm just going to read what's in there. If you don't like the story, you need to take it up with the creator. Here we go. Oh, uh, then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. Mm-hmm. So, somehow along the way, we got this screwed up where we're thinking <clears throat> that there's a way to populate the earth, and I've been saying this for years and people don't understand it yet, the populate, we're in a population decline Worse than it's ever been. I don't know if you know this, but everybody in the United States of America could live in a house in the, in the size of a state of Texas. Mm-hmm. So the, there's the decline in population for a lot of reasons. One, just frankly, because people are afraid to have babies. Uh, it, and and the other part is is because they're not living the way God told them to live they're not being fruitful and multiplying they don't have 10 or 12 kids like you came from or families that have 7 or 8 kids you know so they're not being fruitful and multiplying and what does he say here Mike he says fill the earth and govern it Mm -hmm. so we're supposed to be self-governing people and we're only supposed to have one God not many gods not many voices And you're supposed to get your information from the book. He said, you govern and reign over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and all the animals that scurry along the ground. And God said, look, I have given you, I'm in verse 29, I've given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. Mm -hmm. You're going to have plenty of food. And he says, and I have given you every green plant as food for, uh, for all the wild animals, birds in the sky, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. Everything that has life, and it happened. And God looked over all he made, and saw so it was very good.
1: All right. I got a little comment there on 29. Go ahead. And it says, uh, and God said, behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which upon the face of the earth, in which the fruit of the tree yielding seed is to you shall be meat. It refers to the fact that both the animal and mankind were vegetarians before the fall. Mm-hmm. Incidentally, that was changed after the flood, Genesis 9 3. Mm-hmm. So we uh, were all
0: vegetarians up to then. Right. So what happens? So if you continue to read in your Bible, you find out that God planted them in the garden. Mm hmm. And he said, you may eat of every tree, any plant that you want. Take care of it. Your job is to be a gardener. Right. But don't eat the tree in the middle of the garden from the knowledge of good and evil. Right. So instead of eating from the tree of life, they wanted to eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Why did they want to do that? Because they wanted to be like God. They go, I want to know what God knows. I, and I want to be self, listen to me class, I want to be self-sufficient yeah. so I will have all wisdom. But the problem is, that's not what God wanted. So, what man wants is to run things his way. Well, what's the very first thing that happens after man wants to run it his way? Weeds pop up and God kicks him out of the garden. Uh uh-huh. hmm he said, You've contaminated the garden that I've given you because you wanted to run it your way. And then we find out thousands of years later, people try to do it again uh, in, in the nation of Babylon. They try to build a tower. They don't yes. want to worship. They want to get they want to build their own tower. They want to do their own way. Own way. Guys, your own way does not work. Say it again, your own way doesn't work. I, I work with people every single day that want to enforce and inflict and and continually push their way. Your way is not going to work. My way is not going to work. Only God's ways works. Amen to that. So now there's terrors in the field. Uh huh. And the only way to get the terrors out of the field is to increase God's kingdom throw good seed over the bad seed and the good seed chokes out the bad
1: seed. Amen. You talk good. Yeah. That'll
0: happen. <sighs> <sighs> guys, guys, guys. I, 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 I sometimes... Say, my Bible study was phenomenal. I feel like I'm going to explode sometimes. Well, that's what happens when you get the word, isn't it? There is no other way. There is no other reason the, the, so, if you, if you go, okay, give it to me from an agricultural standpoint. If I was to give it to you from an agricultural standpoint, I would say, I just use my little fields that I have at my farm. In order for me to get rid of weeds, I would have to spray a, a lot of pesticides, and I don't do that. My, 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 my hay crop is completely organic. And the way I do that is I continue to choke the weeds out by sowing good seed. And the guy at the co-op told me that. He said, if you'll continue to have a good stand of hardy grass, it'll choke out the weeds. Ooh. So if, that, if that's true in agriculture, it would have to be true because that's by God's design. So if we could enlarge have Bible, we'll just use have Bible. So this is have Bible. If we were to enlarge have Bible, we would take up more space. Space where there would be a liquor store or a casino or a whatever, a pot shop. And then, and then we'd it get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. There would be more good seed mm-hmm. and less bad seed. Right. And there would be less weeping and gnashing of teeth and burning of the weeds. You say what on this? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Would Would you would you so? When he says, "Don't go in 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 terror." Up all the weeds right now, I'll do that at the end of time. Your job is to be a planter, not a weed plucker. What do you think about going
1: out and telling people about Jesus?
0: That's it. Be a, be a seed thrower. That would
1: do the trick, wouldn't it? Be a
0: seed thrower. I wrote that down. Uh, let's see. Ba, 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 ba. So plant a bloom where you're planted. Uh, be a seed. Let's see. The church's job is to sow seed and not pull weeds. The church's job is to sow seed and not pull weeds. The work of judgment belongs to Jesus. Mm-hmm. church's job is to sow seed and not pull weeds. The work of judgment belongs to Jesus. So we need to continue to have a positive attitude, look for solutions, and discernment through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's very important that you and I know today we have got to quit burning up so much time working for the world and start working for the Lord. Yes. Work for the Lord. Expand His kingdom. Pray. Read your Bible. Go to Bible studies. Get back to church sow good seed into good soil so that it'll continue to grow. Sow it in churches like "Have Bible will travel so we can continually tell people about the love of Jesus Christ. And as that footprint grows, the, uh, the God's word will grow and it'll get into people's heart and there'll be less uh, weeds out there in, in these fields.
1: Well, by spreading the word, the gospel and the love of Jesus Christ, we're not spreading other news. Mm-hmm.
0: I agree. You're not working for the enemy.
1: You're not, and uh, you're in the best, much better place.
0: Mm -hmm. Work for the Lord. So, so I want to ask you a question. Hi, Tammy Shipley. Nice to see you on the show. Let me. Uh, tithing is not a debt you owe. It's a seed you sow. That's a good one. Uh, I like that, uh, Brother Gary. Let me ask you guys a question here today. Have you ever got caught up into worldly stuff where it's pulled you away from uh, God or his word? I got tied up in, you know, trying to fix people on Facebook. I got tied up and tried to fix people in this program. I got tied up and fixed people. And all the while, God's work Mm -hmm. needs to go forward. And you go, man! All that time I spent arguing with that person, or trying to get him in this, or trying to get him in that, I could have been working for God in His kingdom, expanding that, inviting people to church, and allowing the the power of the Holy Spirit um, to not just change the mind, but change the heart. Well, like
1: we talked earlier about harvesting good news, mm-hmm. not sharing bad news. Yeah. yeah. Harvesting what the Lord ooh, what the Lord can do, mm-hmm. which is
0: everything. Mm-hmm. You see? Yeah. And and get away from and get away from uh somebody that's burning up all your time. You know what you can gonna... oh my gosh, you can burn up some time. Yeah, you can, can't you? Oh my gosh. I right. hold on for a second. Let, let me ask you this and answer everybody please answer. Have you ever worked And you know what I'm talking about with people or situations that just chronically burn up all your time and you get off the phone, you go, you know, I was just on the phone with that guy for an hour or just on the phone with her for a half hour. I just was on with Facebook and, and now I'm not getting my stuff done. God has given each of us an assignment to get something done and we end up burning up a bunch of time trying to fix the world and all of its problems here's the deal the only thing that's going to fix the world's problems is god and his church
1: amen amen and uh talking about going out there spreading the word gosh i I read something right and it said uh if you don't want to do something, you can sure find an excuse not to. Oh yeah, you'll either you'll, you'll either figure a way out to
0: do it or find an excuse for it.
1: <laughs> That's pretty simple, isn't it? Yeah, you call. Let's say
0: you go to, you know, you you, you call up to check on Johnny Rotten. Okay. Hi, Johnny. How you doing? Oh, Johnny Rotten. Right oh, and here you go. Yeah. Oh well, I didn't sleep well last night because I mm, mm. next thing you know, you go, you look, you go. I've been on this phone for 45 minutes. Yeah. I still got to let the dog out, make some coffee, and I'm going to be late going to the church service.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, hey, here's the deal. I don't need to call Johnny Rotten because you already know what Johnny Rotten's going to say. Don't spend any time with Johnny Rotten if he doesn't want to go your way. Pray for him. Encourage him. Send him a text. Let him know you're going to be at church. You'll pick him up. You'll do it. But don't burn up a bunch of time. hmm that's time that you could have been, 25 minutes, you could have been used building God's kingdom.
1: Amen. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Why waste time on anything? And uh, Yeah, we'll be over, Mike. We'll
0: be over, Mike. We'll be yeah, over, Mike. And Mike's like, well, where's ranking at?
1: Here's a deal, too. You're there, uh, you call it wasting time. Oh, but, Lord. Hey, you know, uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say.
0: Uh, About wasting time.
1: Yeah, you waste your time with something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, get it get time. There, times man. like money. Times like money. Once it's spent, it's gone. Times like money. Once it's spent, it is gone. Do not burn up a bunch of time on people who don't want to do what you're doing. Like I said before, pray for them invite them go pick them up if you need to but don't sit there on the phone or on facebook and burn up a bunch of time when you're supposed to be at boxing or you're supposed to be at church or you're supposed to be at pillow ministry or you're supposed to be at the fall festival or you're supposed to be whatever it is and you go i never got there because i i was on the phone with johnny rotten well Mm -hmm. tell johnny rotten to come up to the fall festival
1: absolutely you know, you don't want to waste your time. Oh my gosh! Here, that's on anger toward what someone else had maybe done and, to you. And
0: then it gives you a bad attitude.
1: Hey, exactly. How many times has somebody really made you mad, and it <laughs> you, and you, you get hey, then you just kept burning at you, burning at you, and you're thinking, you know, I just I just burned been my... miserable for the last three hours. And Think it, about what they. Guy or that guy did or whatever, and hey,
0: <laughs> and I then you guess,
1: uh, give it to the Lord and walk away. You know he's there. Oh give it to me, gosh. and we just don't
0: do that. It's and I mean, just spend so much time on it, so. You go well. Where where would be my best investment? My best investment is into God's kingdom, God's word, God's people. We'll multiply and we'll fix it together. Yeah. You don't uh, invite. I'm I'm being one hundred percent honest with you. We should invite. We should go pray. We should go forth. Mm -hmm. We should do all that. Don't ever stop. But what I'm talking about is burning up time going out there trying to pick all the weeds out of the field and all that, you just need to mow the lawn. It, it is what it is, and at the end, God's going to take care of it. But I'm going to tell you something. I still got to do what I got to do for the Lord, and it's going to happen. I, I, I don't let people knock me off my square. My my time is very important, and yours is to spend it uh, in God's kingdom where you can really see a, a harvest for your efforts. Yeah. Let's see what Donna says. Uh, Tammy, uh, yes, I'm trying to help someone else. I think Erica said it too. Paul Hall, Jody George. Erica says, she is, she is, she is. Donna Shadrosky says, all I can handle is my small circle. Yes, I just pray for the rest. Right. So, and, and actually, Donna's right on the money because God had a Godhead, Jesus had a, a nucleus. Mm mm-hmm. Uh, Peter, James, and John on his on his close circle. And then he had his disciples, right? He had right. his 12 disciples. And then he had his 72 that he sent out and all that. So he, God, God, Jesus actually set up a model. Now, did Jesus go out and pray by himself? Absolutely. Always came back to his nucleus. Went out to pray, he told you he was coming back. Went out to pray, came back. So he multiplied his word through people. The best advertising in the whole wide world is word of mouth yeah mike's a great stone layer he's a great marble guy and you get all the work you want right you don't have to send out flyers or anything like that just because he does great work Uh, so make sure you're advertising for the lord uh and the moral of the story is i'm gonna see if i'm missing anything and we'll move on the moral of the story here is uh in the end he burns up the the bad seed um and it talks about judgment we know that judgment comes uh, the great white throne of judgment will be in Revelation chapter 20 uh, at the end of this age. There's going to be weeping and gnashing of teeth. All right, so that's, um, that's all on that story, uh, Mike. Um, let me read a couple of my notes. Make sure you bloom where you're planted. Stay in there. Uh, remember, the field is the world. Uh, the church is in there so we can't let the world in the church right. but the church is in the world mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't mean uh, that you're not going to have problems but this is just the way God set up his church. Uh, make sure you deal with unrepented sin uh, we talk about that in a little uh, in, in Matthew 18. let's go to Matthew 18 and we'll figure out how to do this. Uh, do you have any commentary you'd like to add to this Matthew break? 18 mm-hmm. what verse? Starting out in 181, So I want to tell you how you deal with this. Bill Jeffries says, Prayers for daddy on his knee replacement. He is home now and praying for a speedy recovery and healing. And Carol Jones is on. We also need to pray yeah, for, Lynn. Uh, for Lynn. So Carol, let us know how uh, Lynn is doing today. And uh, we'll pray. Let's pray for Lynn right now, Lord. We just pray for Lynn um, Willis, and we pray for uh, Daddy-O uh, for healing and uh, just lift them both up to you today in thy name uh, father god your son jesus amen amen all right so when we are dealing with uh these people in these situations we're trying to fix everybody's problems um what's the real solution on um how we need to approach god obviously we need to be bold um, and we need to be positive, and we need to dominate the competition and all that good stuff. But we need to humbly come, right? Mm-hmm. Humbly. So Jesus says in eighteen one, it says, At the same time the disciples came unto Jesus and said, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called the little child unto him and sat him in the midst of them, and he said, Verily I say to you, un- except you be converted or born again guys and become like little children uh, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven now what is it what is a quality about a child that God is so fond of you think
1: well I think what he's trying to I mean, when I get from that he has that little child mm-hmm. and he's not quite accountable because he doesn't understand mm-hmm. that he needs to accept Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior. Right. <laughs> so until that happens, you know,
0: mm-hmm. uh, where am I going with this? Uh, Talking about the, the humbleness of a child. Yeah.
1: They don't know any different. You right. Know? They yeah, don't know so, any bad. So,
0: uh, all right, Carol says Lynn's doing much better. We'll start rehab today. That's awesome. Uh, Eric uh, Erica Frick says innocence alright so I, I would say that kids to a certain degree they're kind of moldable and pliable uh, they're humble they, and I think my wife said this last night they, be, they believe in anything
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean what, what's wrong let me ask you guys this and I'm not, I'm not telling you to, to create a fantasy by any means I think we've already done that and that, that, that experiment failed miserably people are going out there dressing up trying to be this that and the other and it's, and it's just turned into a debacle What's wrong with believing that God can do anything with our lives? You know, like when a when a child is, he thinks he could be president, or he thinks he could be a big truck driver, or he thinks it. Don't you remember when you were playing with your Tonka toys mm-hmm. and the those steel uh, red and orange, uh, red and yellow trucks? You believe you were hauling that load and all that, and and your mom and dad always tell you you can be whatever you wanted to be. And and really, the truth is, you you can. All things are possible through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. Absolutely. And these kids believe it. He says, but you need to come to me humbly. You don't need to come to me arrogantly the way the world is now. he, You know, we, we learned a, haven't we learned a lesson from being in the garden? As soon as we thought we could do it our own way, he kicked us out. So we need to get back in the garden through the blood of Jesus Christ, humble ourselves, let God mold us into the person he's created us to be. Um. Verse 4, whoever, whoever so, let's see, who, whosoever, I get that backwards, uh, therefore shall humble himself as a little child, the same as the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, and whosoever shall receive one of these little child, in my name receives me. Mm-hmm. So obviously God's very fond of children. Amen. Uh, because they are ready to be led, they're ready to listen, uh, and they're, they're innocent, and uh, God wants us to represent and stand up for them. He says, So here it is. Verse 6 But whosoever offends one of these little ones which believe in me, it would be better for him that a mills, uh, millstone were mm. hanged around his neck, and that they were drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe unto the world for all offenses, for it must uh, needs be that offenses come. But woe to the man whom the offense is cometh. So he said, "There's going to be a lot of offenses out there and a lot of situations going on out there." But woe to the person that causes it, causes dissension. Somebody that throws weed seed in your your crop and everything. God said, "Woe,
1: woe to that." Well, it says that all who touch true new believers touch Christ. Mm-hmm. So you gotta be. a now, uh, sometime you need to be uh, praising the Lord continuously.
0: Mm-hmm. Go to 8:15, and I'm kind of I'm kind of speeding along. And um, 8:15. hmm Eight, or I'm sorry, 18:15, guys. 18:15. And then we're going to go to the bulletin and talk about some of the things that are out there. Uh, Matthew 18:15. More, uh, moreover, if your brother shall trespass against you, go and tell him his fault between uh, you and him alone if he shall not hear you, you have to, uh, gained your uh, if he shall hear you have gained a brother but if he will not hear you take with you one or two that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established and if you neglect like to hear them tell them unto the church but if you neglect to hear the church let him uh, be unto you as a heathen man and a publican stop for just a second these are people who who have not, let's see, uh, Michelle Rockman says, In my building, 500 kiddos. I watch the innocence and freedom, the innocence without judgment every day. I can only imagine how amazing it would be if uh, I could teach the Bible along our curriculum. That would be awesome. Um, yeah, and, and so maybe maybe in a public setting right now we believe anything can be turned around right. let's be honest the bible used to be in school there's no reason why it can't be back in there uh, and we need people like michelle that are, are willing to stand and be a light and let her actions and her speech be the living bible before the kids in the administration wherever she works um I t- I'm that guy, I'm, I'm that, that childlike faith guy that actually believes that that could happen. If I really didn't think that that could happen, I would be extremely frustrated. Uh-huh. It, it's kind of like team roping. If I didn't believe I could get better, I wouldn't even do the sport. I know one day I'm going to be better than I was two years ago, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I have ups and downs and all that, but you have to keep going, and you have to believe, and not just faith and faith, but faith in Christ. Because he lives in me and and I'm bold for him and I'm obedient to him and I believe that God, we just talked about that the way you get rid of the tares is to build the the kingdom with good seed. The good seed chokes out uh, the weed seed. Mm-hmm. And we believe that one day the Bible's, I mean we never, there was a lot of people that never believed that Roe v. Wade would ever be turned around. We rallied together, got with some pro-life brothers and sisters and it happened. Now the 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 tares and the weeds are trying to fight back, but we're going to stand strong. So why not believe that if we live in a in a world that is, is free to express your re- religious expression, why wouldn't you be able to uh, preach that as a curriculum? Why wouldn't mm-hmm. you be able to teach that as a curriculum? You know, the kids can carry their Bibles, so they got the Word of, of God in there. So I totally believe with Michelle that that... that that world and many more worlds could be changed by bringing the word in, don't you? I believe you're absolutely right. You spread the good word. Yeah, don't you think that that the boxing community has that we have touched lives in the boxing community? Oh, absolutely. By, by have Bibles program? Yes, we have. I mean, there there it is. And you go, well, how did it start? Well, it just starts with an idea. It starts with a couple of people. People mm-hmm. believe in it. There's value in it. And we keep adding to that, don't we? We keep adding to that. You're not worried about it, all the rest of the boxing programs. They're doing what they're doing, yeah. and that's fine. We're doing what we're doing. God said expand that. Use that boxing. Use that pull, ministry. Whatever it is, use these ministries to grow. And, and when the ladies sew those pillows and all that kind of stuff, people, they're inside people's houses, and they benefit uh, from the comfort of those. Yes, they do. And
1: it gives them uh, also a
0: comfort and thought. Platform. It gives you a platform to speak from. So know that anything can happen. And I thank Michelle for, for believing in that, and I believe in that. And I'm, I'm just that guy. I'm just that, uh, that nutty old grandpa that believes that all things are possible through Christ. And, and I want to continue to believe like that uh, so tell me your comments and what are you believing for and I'll I'll believe along with you like Mike um, uh, here today in in, in talking about the, the boxing program and everything when me and Vicki left on uh I mean, uh, hi, Dave Jordan. Dave Jordan's watching. When we left on Monday night, mm-hmm. after we got done, those kids got done running those relays outside in the parking lot, Vicki said, man, it's the neatest thing in the whole world. <laughs> you know that? Everybody was outside watching these guys run. And I just thought it was a, I just thought it was a, a great testimony about God's expanding love. Mm-hmm. Running running relays, out in the parking lot, plenty of people, uh, and just plenty of love out there.
1: And this was a lot of fun. Plus uh, Fun!
0: Big time fun. Well, fun's
1: over. We got fights coming up, two or three fights coming up yes. next
0: month. In November.
1: What is it, November 11th? Yeah, we got fights in October, I think, two or three
0: uh dave jordan says you have touched many lives many lives hello from Villa ridge yeah that's great so and we all have i think when we band together so mm-hmm. i think that's a testimony uh gary harton says hi david hope all is well that's just a testimony about yeah how god if you if you work with the good seed it'll choke out the bad seed and it will oh, expand
1: it's amazing to see the people
0: in there yeah well let me read from the bulletin real quick and we'll say goodbye and uh, hopefully we'll see you guys in church this weekend, uh, getting back to uh, back to church and, and learning about changed lives. So we have the Salute to Veterans Fight Night, November the 11th. The men's study started this weekend. The ladies started uh, this weekend. Totally awesome. we got a new thing that goes on at our 10 o'clock service, the two-minute testimony. I'm not sure who's up this week. Um... But, man, it's all about changed lives, and it's so encouraging. And it was a surprise Mm -hmm. uh, to see my daughter on the two-minute test. she did a great job. Yeah, she did. did And and, uh, there's a lot more of them to come, and it's exciting. And um, so look online today so you will have our fall schedule Mm -hmm. uh, for here and Winfield. So anything else, Mike? I'll
1: ask you to close us in prayer, brother. Dear God in heaven, just thank you so much for allowing us to be here this morning. Spread your gospel. Spread your word. Mm-hmm. And a show of yes. love and kindness. We ask that those listening and watching that uh, try to be a little kinder, a little nicer, and uh, <laughs> spread your word. Yeah. A good word. Yes. In uh, your precious name, we ask and pray and give you all the glory and love. Amen
0: Amen, and amen. Molly Trout says, I love the two-minute testimony. Yeah, I thought everybody would. I do too. Hey, and I love you. Remember two things. Jesus loves you and I love you. Have a great day in the Lord. Have a great day in the Lord. We'll see you later, guys. See you this weekend. Oh, yes. Well.